bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to spoil me reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i am your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we do movie reviews people who've seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing the movie or just don't care about spoilers because we do spoil these movies mm-hmm. and today's movie is aquaman we will get to that in a second but first we gotta talk about some trailers then we'll get into this movie and lastly we will discuss your many comments left over the last few weeks <laughs> um first of all let's talk of these trailers we only saw four trailers because we got that late mm-hmm. traffic. guys traffic was a beast and i thought it was gonna be a wreck or something i don't know what happened mm. it was just it was rainy it was a beast uh we left at a pretty good time it was rush hour traffic though because we got to see it early which i do like mm-hmm. it's worth missing a few trailers to to be out of the movie yeah. theater by 8 30. yeah i wish more movies i don't know why more movies don't start like earlier in the afternoon versus that seven that seven is a beast you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking it has something to do with these fucking screenings that they do two three weeks earlier because bumblebee also had five o'clock start times so i'm thinking if you like do something where you do that screen that first screening because they are charging you to buy tickets for those they're not giving them away right so i wonder if it's something to do with that like you pay for like something about the fact that you put the movie out technically already you can just start it earlier right it's gotta be right because when they do that a lot of times they'll drop the the um um, which right because it's not movie goals it's just i mean not movie it's not critics it's just normal people so when they go see the movie they're going to immediately talk about it they're not under an an embargo to be like you can't talk about. yeah i don't know what the yeah it's like because i know right like right now the commercial release like rules generally are like if your movie don't come out uh like if your movie's supposed to come out say friday what if what you get the earliest you can do is thursday at 7 p.m right so i don't know all right uh the trailers we saw godzilla king of monsters uh the new trailer what'd you think karen oh i'm in you in okay even after the last godzilla movie i didn't go watch the godzilla movie with you oh i saw that by myself yeah because i remember you come back mad because they kept cutting away from godzilla every time he got ready to fight i didn't watch that movie right i i can't lie guys i was a little triggered by this trailer because i remember how awesome the trailer for godzilla was and how fucking terrible the um <laughs> the actual uh movie was to me in or, my or, opinion or did i see that one with you i'm not i I'm thought not you sure. did i may have there was let them fight and then they cut away from the fight <laughs> i may have it was it was so i don't remember y'all i probably did go see it with you yeah i don't know i'm checking to see if it has the same direct director michael doherty it probably don't because it's like we actually gonna get some action this time yeah don't yeah it says writer okay but what about director i want to see did he direct the last one no godzilla king of monsters no oh he did krampus now see i like krampus Uh, did you see that with me Mm -mm. ah krampus is funny um 
uh it was a christmas movie where krampus uh be whooping people ass and killing them and shit ah! um <laughs> uh okay so you know what i'm in i'm in i just needed to know that same fucking dude who did this movie uh was not doing the the, the last one because the last one was gareth edwards that was his name trinity the trash oh my god uh, i remember you highly long ass movie and then it made me more mad because chris uh from movie trade reviews tried to say that i fucking like that movie which was the most one of the most insulting things he's ever done <laughs> i was just say i never liked that yeah which is interesting because it looks like gareth edwards directed rogue one which is one of my favorite star wars movies but yes, my god godzilla was so bad i don't know what he's thinking anyway um so now that we got that nasty business out of the way <laughs> um i'm in like i cannot mm-hmm. actually i really can't it, wait to see this it looked cool to remind me of king kong that's why i said i was in yeah yeah um even though i know they're two different directors and yeah all that, that kong stuff. but that kong movie was flame that yes it was like uh sleep on it like, at your own like risk. they're gonna focus focus on the giant creatures and the people are just in the way i'm, right. I'm down for that shit so then the rest of the trailers i believe we have seen already i think we've seen every um, single one of them yeah and so i think i'll just tell you what they were we only saw four trailers and of course now twitter wants to not open anymore because updating in the background of course <laughs> uh all right let me uh open it okay now i need to wait for it to load so i can go to my draft file. lego movie 2 avengers endgame which is our first time seeing in the theater i believe that yes trailer. Our first in time, 3d yes and it's fucking gorgeous it was beautiful i was like oh i might be seeing this shit in motherfucking 3d because they shot this shit in 3d yeah i saw this trailer and i thought to myself i might go see this movie uh the last one ah! was alita battle angel and i'm so in for this shit it comes out on valentine's day which probably means we get to see it february 13th on side chicks day uh i'm going to see it <laughs> absolutely in uh, will you be my side chick to that movie i will uh it's based on an anime i thought the anime was a little slow and boring but it's old it's, it's like a it's like how people love akira but i don't like akira it's very long and it's very mm. boring to me um far few between the action scenes which are great but they take so fucking long to get there uh this kind of reminded me of that you know like i love this movie version uh trailer more than i you know like the um you know other version so um all right let's uh get into the movie so this is aquaman the 2018 dc film franchise film um for, directed by james wan um and uh it stars jason momoa as aquaman um the plot is uh arthur curry jason momoa learns that he is the heir to the underwater kingdom of atlantis and must step forward to lead his people and be a hero to the world um karen mm-hmm. give me something you liked about this movie it was bright and colorful and i am here for that i think that uh in the past a lot of dc movies have been very dark and gray you know wonder woman they brighten up wonder woman but this is actually even brighter than wonder woman so i was here for the brightness yeah um it was bright and colorful fights that happened outside in the daytime 
um the underwater stuff was all lit because uh you had to see it through like the atlantean vision which lights up the water more um the city of atlantis was very shiny and neon and all that stuff they clearly went in with a directive of we want this to be fun to look fun to be bright and colorful and flashy so we can get away from the drab universe that is the snyderverse at this point um so uh yes it was a thing that i liked and uh i guess karen didn't like this because i played before the show but i was a big fan of the theme music for the bad guys in this um especially black manta um let me see if i can play it i I love this theme music Now, I don't know if that was just the way they filmed it with them making them fucking angry ass evil faces. Right? But it was like every time one of them niggas showed up, it'll just zoom in on their face and be like, down. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm, I am legitimately like feeling that these motherfuckers, I came to whoop some ass. Like, <laughs> they mad. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, other, I, for some reason, I feel like other DC movies have not given me that feeling that it could just be, juxtaposed with the light funny shit Mm -hmm. in but we finally have like a villain that you know uh needs theme music because in most of these dc films the good guys might are just as fucked up as the bad guys so it's like does batman need a different theme when he's fighting superman all right or or they viewed as god so right so uh but no i fucked with that music heavy and uh the villain of black manta especially i just liked uh the dude that was uh the actor that played him I, i've been a fan of his um i think i seen him at quarry and i was me and justin used to watch that show and i was like yo that dude should be like getting more shit like we like we had like we was like that dude why is he not a star like what those moments where you like see a black person and you like if that dude was white he'd be somebody already mm-hmm. um but yeah i want to say we saw him in oh it was the get down is where we saw him um and then he was in like baywatch so you know uh he was funny in that actually um he played the police sergeant um and then yeah first match i watched on netflix uh he was the father of that of that girl like i don't know man i like this dude but i feel like he don't get a lot of work um but it was good to see him here as uh as a villain um i i, I like to piggyback on what you say i like that dude too mm-hmm. and every t- he has the same shaped head as 50 cent so every time i see him i can't 50 cent no it's not 50 cent right and he was talking that shit you know so um <laughs> it was it was fun um uh what's another thing you like i like the runtime you did like okay yeah. it was uh two hours and 23 minutes according to this right i i like the and and i think because it was bright and colorful and faster moving than a lot of dc's movies in the past it it and i guess the time kind of flew by so i like i enjoyed it so i didn't feel like it dragged like batman versus super like i felt like in the past you were like oh my gosh when is this ever fucking gonna end why you know because they took so long between the action and 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 the shit that you cared about right um let's see a thing i liked um in this movie um i like mira you know um the princess who was uh like aquaman's kind of guide into the atlantean world um actually have the scene where they go to atlantis for the first time atlantis (laughs) 
okay in the movie they actually talk i don't know why they're not talking right now uh-huh. oh okay they actually don't show the talking in this clip okay cool well that did nothing um anyway <laughs> she was she was his guide into the atlantean world she was like um you know hey uh this is how things happen here this is what goes down this is the way the king and the stuff works and the, and the mission to get the trident and all this shit so it was kind of like a simple plot or whatever but you know they had like some um some legitimate um what do you call it like fight scenes and stuff where she got to like be her be on her own there was never like a you have to save her uh she like she felt like a genuine fully formed like character um and you know atlantia the atlantis does have some like antiquated ass like ordained not not ordained what you call it uh marriages where you have to uh arranged marriages mm-hmm. that's an antiquated ass like kings kingdoms arranged marriages and shit like that so um she still felt very like uh um a, a woman that speaks for herself and a hero in her own right uh in a movie that's a much mostly about a man finding his place um and uh i think it wasn't as good as like say a black panther with all the women in there and their agency but it was something that was refreshing for a dc film i um like the action i thought uh the action sequences uh were, were actually a step up uh for me compared to some of the other dc movies particularly the initial fight when uh they had showed up at the house uh mm-hmm. with nicole kidman atlanta uh, uh yeah yeah, yeah. That was when they had showed up to uh because they found out that she was there and she literally whooped everybody's ass like by herself i love the way that it was shot mm-hmm. um but like i said it was one of those things where i was like oh somebody fucked around and stepped up the game and like you said because it was shot in fucking daylight you could actually see right the movements you you know you could see shit and i really like the fact that they took the time to actually show you the action um yeah and this is some of the better for dc cgi and fights that i've seen especially considering i was thinking about this halfway through the movie i was like all this shit happens underwater and i mean they really did go there like i thought they were gonna do the thing like they did with um um the clips they had in justice league where it's gonna be the air bubbles and stuff then you find out james wine's like we're not doing that and so you're like okay let's see how y'all gonna do it you know um and it was cool to be able to see them like underwater talking doing the stuff that is fantastical but these are the things that are the elements of these characters in the comics you can't run from that right and 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 you can tell when people make the shit and they don't give a fuck about the comic air bubbles what the fuck they're they, they live underneath the water why would they have air bubbles it's dumb right um what what else did you like i like the special effects um i like the fact that oh wait it was my turn or your turn oh i don't know No, you got it go ahead keep going I got, I got the next one i got the next okay one. i like <clears throat> excuse me i like the special effects i like the fact that they the cool stuff they did with um just mimosa's skin right um as far as making it tough because yeah if you're a that salt and all that stuff it would make your skin hard it would make your skin tough mm. you know you would be able to actually uh do you know superhuman shit you know because guess what you can go twenty thousand feet up underneath the sea 
you should you know your skin should be able to handle pressure and all that type of shit yeah i try not to get too caught up on the science of it uh because i don't know why he's so much tougher than everybody else i guess they were trying to say something about him being royal blood right because it wasn't just that he was tough he was like a superhero compared to just other atlanteans who you know they were a beast but they don't bother to explain like mirror's powers and why she can control waters and other ones can't um it's just like you got royal blood then you must got like some extra shit in you that and the fact that they which i i'm glad they was like we're not gonna explain this shit to you sometimes that's a good thing because guess what before somebody would have had to go through and this has been a three hour long movie because they went through how she got up like you know i'm like like, it's like you kind of want to know but if you gonna extend this the extra 15 minutes i'm good Mm -hmm. no i'm good not knowing okay she could do she underwater need water she ought to be able to do shit right you know um so for me i i'm i'm fine with that but but yeah i would like a it was one of the things where they i don't know if they would do a good job but i would like for them to actually talk about her have a movie with just her so you can kind of see her background because she's a very interesting character right. um so it'll be very interesting to see about her and also i like the the technology oh, oh, that's another thing go ahead no go ahead oh, I, oh okay but i also like the special effects kind of roll into the technology i like the atlantean technology it was cool as shit mm-hmm. you know like they had a big ass laser gun you pour water and all of a sudden you could you could blow a fucking mountain i was like yeah that shit is neat yeah black uh i mean black manta and his tech and the technology he got and the special effects for it was it stole the show like mm-hmm. i honestly think they could have made a movie more centered around black manta and maybe they're doing that for the sequel i think so but um <clears throat> like the eye beans like he's one of those characters that looks really cool when you see him in like young justice and justice league and stuff but nobody ever really uses him justice league young justice was the first show i saw that kind of used him to be like a actual like character with mm-hmm. uh and that's because they had aqualad and it was like all this different stuff you know um and there's like this unspoken racial component to the fact that you know in the comics and stuff i uh he's from the sea but in this one he's like a human with no superpowers but you know he had that black daddy uh pirate shit going on in this mm-hmm. movie and uh that black daddy dude I always plays somebody evil in every movie i don't know why <laughs> he's slapping women in uh bill street yes he did michael beach just stay playing an ain't shit ass nigga uh anyway um but yeah i liked black manta and the and the way that he refitted the um the suit uh because they gave him technology and then it's funny they're like track her down and then they're like but first and they have like a two-minute montage of him retrofeeding the suit and figuring painting everything black i'm like i guess it ain't that urgent huh he got time mm-hmm. to do a whole science project mm-hmm. uh <laughs> which was ridiculous <laughs> in the middle of this like intense like track her down kill them both it's like oh it shit like, they ain't going nowhere and then the next and then the next scene was just like some music plans him spray paint yeah it was, <laughs> i was like okay oh like why couldn't they just like, give put graffiti what's happening here i guess they wanted to show us he still he was a badass too he was right. able to refashion that equipment but anyway i was really a big fan of uh special effects and technology one of the the fight scenes that took place in sicily or whatever where they was on the rooftops mm-hmm. and destroying the old statues that was a great fucking scene it's best for especially for a dc movie right especially what was really neat 
was one of the dudes had fell through somebody's house he looked up and he could see her mm-hmm. i was like holy shit that would make sense with their technology yeah it just made i mean and then like the neat stuff they did with like she cracked one of their helmets and you had to stick his head in a toilet to breathe right like little stuff like that you know they had i noticed in the suit like when she cut one dude's hand off it sealed itself after a mm-hmm. while um you know their blood being different colors all that stuff just like the fight scene in the house with the mom and the trident like they did a lot of cool like stuff like that that i actually really enjoy uh with the special effects yes uh and uh to piggyback on the uh special effects i really like the fact that like i said before it was in the daytime you could see actions it, you could see a lot of nuances that before you literally couldn't see even the fights that they had in the water were actually visible mm-hmm. um and and i really i really really appreciated them for for that i like the flashbacks to tell the story because they weren't long right and they were thrown they were strewn throughout the uh movie but it didn't feel like an origins type story it was just kind of like and then like you have the first the original flashback of the father and mother falling in love but after that it's just like and this dude taught me all this stuff and they don't really show you until they show you like okay this this uh willem dafoe once trained him when he was a kid i like that kind of stuff um the other thing i would say i really liked about this movie is this is the most a justice league franchise whatever dc movie has reminded me of the animated movies Mm -hmm. and by that which i mean they got they don't explain a ton of shit Mm -mm. they're like you should kind of know aquaman and his powers you should kind of know um that you know like mira can do shit with water we're not gonna tell you how we're not gonna tell you why um these niggas riding sharks and all this type of shit like we're just gonna get right into it when you see a big ass underwater sea battle you're just gonna see that um you know they and in a way sadly because the dc universe is so fucked up this and wonder woman basically have to treat the rest of the universe like they don't exist you're right so like an avengers movie would never do something this big and grandiose without at least one other avenger showing up in some way even if they a sidekick class yeah somebody would have showed up right but you know unfortunately that's the other problem is they haven't really built up any other characters because like with um with marvel you can just be like well we can't get captain america in this movie what if we get hawkeye i mean and then boom hawkeye can show up if jeremy renner isn't busy you know yeah or or, or either you know what uh we doing something else let's do let's throw a scarlet witch or let's throw yeah not, yeah that's my point ah it, pick any one of them it's just they built up other characters even if they don't have a movie they right. don't they didn't do this for these other like it's superman versus people and it's never like superman and supergirl is introduced via superman or something like that so unfortunately when something like this happens it does beg the question there's an entire fucking war happening on the earth and superman wonder woman don't flat like nobody nobody showed up from justice league or nothing all the all the trash from the world floats up on land and you see them niggas nowhere but they almost have to do that with these movies because i feel like you know we're talking about um some characters and stuff that i mean some movies you don't want to really acknowledge so i think that was actually a plus for this movie right if if nothing else just them having conversation going what the fuck is this yeah but but like i said it was a big to me it was a big 
like plus for this movie that they're finally starting to just go into things right like we don't need to come up with a super scientific explanation Mm -hmm. just fucking it's a he's doing crazy shit underwater he's strong enough to move a sub by itself uh he's the baddest motherfucker in the sea and do we really need to know why okay he lifts apparently all right a Um, lot and there you go um it was also cool to finally see a superhero who because spoiler obviously but the mother who he thought is dead is alive which i I figured i honestly knew that from the second that that she went back to the scene he was like she's died i'm like that's they're gonna say she's Ah. alive because if you don't show her dying why the fuck would they even say that um and so i was like it was but it was actually cool to see that reunion at the end with the mom and the dad that's actually like a happy reunion it's the mm-hmm. first dc hero without like dead parents and shit you know <laughs> like hello like i know wonder woman has no parents because she was made from clay or some weird shit but like everybody else you know superman got a dead daddy batman got a dead mom and daddy um it was cool to, you know flash obviously his mom is dead uh cyborg's mom is dead i can't remember in the movie if they showed his father getting killed or something but my point being hey he got two happy alive parents reunited at the end of the fucking movie that was beautiful um anything else i like the fact that william defoe 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 was not a villain every time i see his motherfucking face he a (laughs) villain i was like good for you nigga you didn't portray the thing like i thought at one period of time it was gonna be a turn but they wouldn't no turn so i because every time i see him i don't know he may may have played a good guy y'all before y'all write in but mm-hmm. every time i see his face i go oh he the villain Mm-hmm. so i was glad he was good all the way through yeah it was cool he he betrayed for the good right um uh anything else yes i like the city of atlantis just just the city and you know what on alone they end up giving us the background of atlantis and the flashbacks without it being drawn out which you know they basically told it was above ground we they fucked up and it went underneath the water the end and also something else i did like too is how they showed the different kingdoms yes they gave us a like rich underworld seven kingdoms like backstory without you know it's almost felt like some indiana jones shit because it was without really like making it so like in like a history lesson it was just kind of like okay and they're gonna go here and then this and this and uh what was our favorite kingdom oh that's a good question i, I don't know because they were all very unique and very okay well different. the fishmen were cowards yeah, but I like the character design of the fishmen. They kind of look like a little like seahorses a little bit. Um, they look more fishy. Um, my favorite kingdom was the trench. Uh, the, they had oh, the like yeah, gill shaped, like just these monster looking, like they devolved apparently. And they were just these like fucking scary, all teeth and fangs ass monsters. And it was intense when they had to battle them on that little boat what? and dive down when they figured out they were scared of light and, uh, make it to the undersea secret kingdom and shit i I enjoyed all of that stuff yeah and i and i also like the way they introduced the kingdom like they were they were basically going on a journey they was like well you got to go here well you know over there them them the people doing such such you either got a uh an extension of the landscape that way or either you got an extension of the landscape through uh his brother going it was like we gonna these groups are gonna join us and then they would kind of show you the people and all that stuff so i really do like that and 
excuse me the sea is big as fuck so it would make sense that they would be more than one kingdom mm-hmm. um uh trying to think was that there was something else i was gonna say i liked uh oh jason momoa when he got the suit finally like then they did the classic gold suit green gloves shiny it looked good like and that whole like last fight with him in the suit and shit i actually was was feeling it like um i was surprised that because i thought this movie was gonna be a little too cool for school because of some other decisions they made and they would shy away from the fucking stuff with the suit and the kind of corny stuff but nah they they really fought like drove right into it and it was jason momoa in the suit so you know it was kind of like cool all on its own but i actually really enjoyed that anything else yeah, I um and on a low, I like the love of his parents because yeah, it was about him, but it was also about a story of his parents because it kind of started off with his parents and it ended with his parents, and you know, it was one of those things where uh when you were talking about Mira, Mira was kind of like Jason's um, um author's mother, very independent woman could actually take care of herself, mm-hmm. you know, and actually not just funny could do shit her her basically her uh. They weren't married, but you know, I call her quote unquote her husband couldn't do. And she was basically like, You come out here every day and look for me and one day I'll show up and guess what? He was not that he's a woman, but he was kind of the woman like I'm like that faithful. Yeah, love. the role that they normally give the woman they gave to the man in this one because right. he didn't have no powers, he's just a human from America from the world. Mm-mm. Um and I also like that they cast somebody to be like uh, um of the same race as Jason Momoa, so it wasn't gonna be some like where did this brown baby come from these two white people i appreciated that Mm -hmm. um yeah there was one more thing um oh and i actually liked uh patrick wilson as king orm um i thought he was a um Mm. compelling evil bad guy like the whole like it was a simple plot you know like we i knew right away when that submarine attacked him like this is obviously a plot by him to get dolph lundgren mm. who i couldn't believe was in this movie to like ah! to like to be um you know or to join his alliance so they can attack the world and all that stuff um but i actually thought he did a good job here as a villain um um and, and a, like a just a boy that was hurt by his mom and uh all that stuff um so uh i wish they would have we would have got some of like what was up with his dad because i'm sure his dad poisoned um the kingdom against the mother and stuff and poisoned his son against her because he was very hurt but at the end like they didn't have to kill him because he was really a boy in need of his mom and he like that shit was even more important than killing him was like you know (laughs) then they had that moment that was kind of weird where uh aquaman's like when you're ready we'll talk and i was like okay that was a weird weird moment to come out of the after just whooping his ass but um yeah so um what else uh shout out to uh randall park for uh dr stephen shine yeah Shin. he was amazing yeah yes because the whole time he just sounded like a nutcase when they would he would they would be on tv he was like y'all do know that this this city exists and he was talking it was like uh yeah did you did you get fired from your last job he was like i know but 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 y'all got to hit me out and then he ended up finding mantis it was like this shit is real right um yeah he was good um also the lesson of mercy uh being the Mm -hmm. thing where he goes you know aquaman basically creates an enemy 
by letting michael beach die uh, i think that's his name um uh yeah make him letting jesse my uh, black man's father letting him die when he could have saved him um even when uh black manta was begging for him to let him live and he turned the dude into an enemy and then the dude was like crossing half the world to kill him and shit and he could have mirror could have got hurt and all this shit and he was like you know what i learned and that and then when he lets uh orm live at the end i'm kind of like that is a good lesson for a movie because you know a lot all these dc movies are the opposite they never learn like mercy or whatever it's like you have to kill everything the hardest possible way you can kill them with extreme prejudice and there's a movie that said nah this you're a hero we need heroes we don't need people that are just people that beaten up the villains you know so (laughs) um i thought that was a great lesson anything else oh and also uh uh i like the fact that i like the way that they use his powers how it would just radiate through the water and he could talk to the creatures i mean the animals and things like that i thought it was really 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 neat and also i like the uh the fight he had for the trident because i think that he came to the realization that hey i'm really not worthy of this and i'm coming to save my people you know and it's almost like the cause became bigger than himself but he had to go through the journey in order to understand that yeah is that it for likes mm-hmm. all right let's get into dislikes anything you disliked uh yeah uh i did not uh like uh some of the costumes okay they look corny okay which ones um i think some of the helmets like the way the helmets were on their heads they were like all pointy and spiky um some of the atlanteans mm-hmm. um for the war and things like that so um, you mean just like the 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 people fighting the regular ones are you talking about like arthur, you arthur talking yeah about, like like the kings when they would put those uh like so like ocean master you didn't like his helmet the silver helmet with the spikes on it um mm-hmm. he was the main bad guy Mm-mm. okay and you black manta you didn't like his costume i like that one like I said, it wasn't all the costumes. Well, like, I'm trying to figure out which ones because you said it. And oh, there's a, this is a, this is a okay. movie with a bunch of people wearing costumes, right, so you right. can't just say that. Right, right, right. Mira, I, did you not like her costume? I, I think the thing about her costume that I did not like, and like I said, maybe this is just my personal preference, is I think that it should have came higher up on the boobs. Oh no, I agree with you on her. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, you, you already started with costumes, but yes, I, I thought it was weird that the mother had a costume that basically covered everything. Right. And then, you know, and I understand it comes from the comic book, blah, 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 but we're in real life. In real, in, in the comic book, you know, they have like, um, some characters wearing like a fucking thong. You wouldn't put that in a movie because that's ridiculous and no actress worth her salt is gonna walk around with her cheeks out for the fucking, you know, for the camera. So, um, yeah, I thought that that was a weird choice to give her the low cut swimsuit when they could have just given her kind of the same model as the mom. Mm-hmm. And maybe you break out the low cut swimsuit for some other reason or something. Right. But right. if you have to have that like look may- in the movie. Maybe on land. But yeah, I'm like, you something. underneath water yeah. going 50, 60 miles an hour, that make that will yeah. make no sense. Like I do appreciate that they didn't truly sexualize her Correct. in that way. Like uh, she does kiss him at one point, but they don't like, there's no like, uh looking at her camera up her booty type of type of shots there's really not cleavage shots for sexual stuff but it Mm -mm. still made no sense to have that costume uh what else who else costume uh did what about the aquaman costume the gold one the green one uh 
oh oh those those costumes like that costume didn't bother me mm-hmm. in fact i like it because it just popped and it actually matched the trident so like i okay. said it wasn't like it was just some of them just kind of stood out to me more okay. than others um something i didn't like uh i know you say you did like it but i did not like the runtime mm. two hours and 20 something minutes it felt long and these dc movies man like you go to these dc movies and they just ain't got it yet like they don't you gotta make it shorter and the thing is i think they started making some of those steps this movie with just being like these are our characters we got we are tired of fucking like explaining and apologizing for our characters right this motherfucker is aquaman the end let's go and i like that like the first time you see him he is like fucking beating up people in the submarine and like all this shit loved it didn't didn't have to tell us how he found a submarine didn't have to tell us like why he showed up this time or whatever like it was cool so um it was a little bit uh long to me and i started looking at my watch a few times i'm like well damn how long is this movie because i didn't walk in and know the run time ah. so you know it was one of those things that you don't have to stay to the very end credits which mm-hmm. are like 12 minutes long but you do have to stay three minutes into the credits so you are there two hours and like 10 Change. minutes 15 minutes so yeah i'm not a fan of the runtime. uh what else i know you said you like it i didn't care too much for the music uh the biggest reason why is because and and like i said maybe because i'm just spoiled like Mm -hmm. some of the action scenes i'm used to better music like music Mm -hmm. that actually kind of goes with the action i felt like i was like what's happening here why why, why is it so hard i I can't explain like Mm -hmm. yeah i had the soundtrack here um for some of it um but uh and then i think here's this i don't know if they play it but here's the scene where he fights uh ocean master the first time you have a mother's trident, powerful, but flawed like her. I wield my father's. And it has never known defeat. yeah so music already now but here's um here's my thing i wrote down music too is one of the things i didn't like okay uh as i said earlier i like that fucking villain theme song i don't know why that shit goes to me like every time they made one of them faces at the camera and look me and that motherfucking wow down wow wow i was like these motherfuckers fitting to fight but every other fucking song in this suck i hate to say this every fucking musical choice in this movie pretty much sucked did it though i don't know why they did it and it's not the so karen's talking about like this other music like theme music and shit like you know uh this is what what does it even mean it's like no nuance to it um this stuff didn't bother me these type of music like i'm used to this the shit that bothered me was the commercial music they put in this movie right why almost why like, those choices almost like a rock and roll video sometimes i was like right, what the fuck is this because it, it would be so hard and so harsh compared to what's happening on the screen yeah it just felt like they didn't treat it seriously right like they wanted to it's almost like they said look black panther had his own soundtrack they had all these cool artists that were like pop music and rap music we need something like that 
and the problem is like those music those choices were on theme they were specifically right. built for black panther as a soundtrack for black panther as a um movie and so and and to be honest they barely used any of the commercial music right. it's only in there for like a couple minutes for the whole fucking movie um this shit like you got skylar gray pitbull ocean the ocean was in here why was this in here like what are we doing right. i i just oh my yeah. man i really wish they hadn't made those choices because and at first i thought like the first couple times you hear like a commercial song you're like eh, whatever by the time there's a there's like a little stretch where there's about 15 minutes and they're just going ocean to ocean and then the song with skylar gray and then something and you're just like okay this, this is getting a lot y'all gotta chill out yeah it, yeah it's almost like whoever uh picked the picked the uh the music that to compose against the against the action did a bad job you know and yeah. and none of it was memorable you know because and, and and not that every song for every marvel movie is memorable but there are some some sometimes you hear things you go oh that actually fits what the fuck well, is happening it was memorable to me for the wrong reasons yeah for the wrong reasons because like, when yeah. pitbull started playing they tried to get rid of me but from ocean to ocean they gonna have to deal with me why is this in your fucking movie why did you do that you didn't need to do that dog y'all were already straight and so stuff like this is you know just it's a small misstep but in a movie that's actually decent it's kind of regrading like break song why y'all doing this now right and it's one of those things where uh uh one of my dislikes is that i like jason playing his part but i don't like the frat bro stuff and you can tell frat bros has something to do with it with that fucking music Mm. and i'm like no you know he doesn't have to be a, a a frat bro yeah that was um my next thing i was actually gonna say as much as i like jason momoa in that suit um and this is you know this is a choice in the casting they made and i'm not knocking the casting i actually think this is actually dope mm-hmm. and i'm not measuring it against the comic books so before anybody gets ready to write in it'd be like so it's not the comic books you know what they did i didn't mind the casting i think some people are being sticklers about it now because they shit on dc but i'm i'm tired of shitting on dc for shit they already mistakes they made a long time ago right and i understand it bothers people now but i just i just want to clarify before i say what i'm about to say that this is not me being like well y'all should have never cast this motherfucker because i honestly don't have a problem with it and it was a way to get a brown person in the uh fucking justice league that's all white and shit Mm -hmm. uh and it made sense you know um to me the problem for me is the way they write his dialogue he's not funny enough to truly carry it and it's so broed up that it's almost like where is this coming from right you know because like uh for example chris hemsworth is so good as thor when they make thor funny yes like he killed ragnarok like you're laughing at him the whole fucking movie because he's he's comfortable and like you could tell jason momoa studied thor ragnarok or chris hemsworth and was like i want to do some of that comedic time and shit but he just ain't got the it that really makes you funny like it's not that there's no funny scenes i laughed at a few things but like his funny is all like i call it whooping ass or you know uh 
hell yeah you know like i made a joke to karen in the movie everybody was like hell to the king hell to the king and i've leaned over was like more like hell to the yeah because that's the kind of that's the kind of dialogue they gave him and that's what his delivery sounded like right and also the thing is i think that with the right director and the right lines he could be fucking hilarious but mm. but he was working what they gave him mm. and it, and and yes it was some stuff that was funny but like i said that dude bro stuff i was like well he's a brown person from the islands kind of lean more into that than the dude bro shit that y'all pushing yeah and he had some moments with that yes he did and they were great when he had the staff and he would like say like uh you know some islander type shit and you'd be like okay cool you know so yeah i I think that um it was kind of you know i enjoyed that part so uh anything else you didn't like oh uh i did the the relationship between him and mir i felt like it was forced and mm. i think the reason why i was forced because i don't know what time frame were y'all together two hours five days three <laughs> years so in my mind i was like this is kind of quick well also like when they the scene where they really tried to make them like a thing was so it was so corny mm-hmm. and like like it didn't have that like chemistry uh that like and even in black panther with chadwick and um lapita like there was more chemistry there because there's tension and they did some like straight up uh <laughs> like uh kitty type of uh tension in this where like he held her hand one time and then they looked down and, oh i'm holding your hand i'm sorry and then another time they was about to almost kiss they were looking each other in the eyes and then something blew up and it's like oh no and it's just like the chemistry wasn't there because the story didn't really build in like time for them to truly love each other like that it's like it wasn't earned yeah and then but also but here's the thing they were together a lot yeah they were the movie's two hours and 23 minutes uh he's the number her and him are the most on screen together of anybody Mm -hmm. and yet somehow the chemistry just like it felt like they're gonna kiss because the script tells them to kiss they're Mm -hmm. gonna be together because the script says be together it it just didn't feel very natural and Mm -hmm. maybe it's just they didn't get the right dialogue they didn't have that callback moment like and or maybe i don't know they definitely had time to do the romance because the movie long enough right yeah i i I, yeah i agree um it's something i actually kind of like about most of the marvel movies is if they don't have time for a romance they basically kind of write it out yeah they do like they keep everything pretty ambiguous where it's like oh um i didn't know the hulk and uh black widow were dating and then they're just kind of like you never see them kiss you never see them get together they have one kind of acting scene about you know can we be together or not and then they move on Mm -hmm. um you know they they and they build stuff into the plot like she's the one that can get him to calm down and turn back to bruce banner something like that they didn't really have anything here for that and i mean i know they're together in the comics so i guess they just were like they will be getting together in this movie but they didn't really have a great way to make it happen Mm -mm. um and and also it's kind of difficult when you don't have a woman in distress like because in the in more movies in most movies the trope is this woman needs help she's in distress this man is helping her and one of these times she just falls in love because he keeps saving her and this one you don't have that like she don't need no saving like Mm. if she kisses him which i did like Mm -hmm. um but yeah it didn't feel like they needed to kiss or anything Mm -mm. i would have been better off with them ending it as them being friends i don't mean no Mm -hmm. harm and then maybe the love is the next the next movie yeah i would i would understood that 
um let's see anything else um uh, i feel like we covered the major things for me for dislikes what about you anything else Same. okay what would you score zero to five uh three yeah i think i would give this like yeah i'll give it like a three i think that's like catch a matinee to see it um you know i don't I, we also we paid for 3d um i do not think you need 3d Mm-mm. but i will give them credit it used 3d more than most movies like this use 3d correct because so much happened underwater right and so because you're watching it underwater there's space and uh like relativity of like who's for in the forefront of the scene who's in the back mm-hmm. it actually takes more it matters more in this type of movie than like most movies right um so i did think the 3d had some value but i would not say you have to see it in 3d Mm-mm. um like you know like some movies you see and you're like if you don't see this in 3d you crazy like what's right. the other reason to see it correct um so i would say that um all right let's get into our comments we got several first man which i review with jl colvin uh sandler agony wrote in first man is perhaps the best movie i've seen about the space race in the 60s the amount of effort and lives it took for nasa to land on the moon yes it was a towering achievement during that at the same time however i'm so tired of these movies and how often they fought they're fawned over like they weren't any significant space events um we've had failures and successes with space but hollywood has this love affair with that time i didn't have a problem with the performances except for uh, uh except for goslin who finally broke me he's been doing the same smoldering acting since remember the titans and to be fair i let it all slide i let it slide to the point where i was like ah you know ryan gonna ryan but he's too goddamn stoic for such a stoic ass movie i did like <laughs> yeah i I don't like ryan gosling as an actor i don't understand the infatuation with that His dude face, he just face acts i and, don't comprehend it and every, and i it's not that i haven't seen enough movies i've seen a lot of his movies it's the same role over and over and over i'm like how are you just gonna make a whole fucking living off of just smoldering at the camera you gotta be more to you than that he does it's smoldering at the camera for 95 percent of the film and he always has one scene where he like yells or something or ah and then that's the whole like oh he, he was acting that movie i'm like he it's the same fucking role anyway uh i did like how he uh how the whole program came to be yeah i felt the time and effort could have been done uh, uh for a project like this in 2004 uh, when the freaking aviator about howard hughes and ron howard did apollo 13 in 1995 uh which was groundbreaking for his time damien chazelle is a talented director but clearly he peaked in my opinion whiplash was his masterpiece la la land was mad and first man is just outdated not bad just outdated and dull hope this next project is better yeah man and i i had this thing where i keep wondering and i hate to be a conspiracy theorist on this shit y'all know i'm not like that but something about these type of movies made me feel like we keep going back to this time period because it wasn't no niggas in these scripts right it's like here's a way we can just do a movie we don't have to worry about race and shit too much when people bring it up we can just be like well it's a movie of the time right there were no black astronauts why you mad you know that's not true but right right, i just was not i don't know because like i'm like when i watch the movie and it's not blowing me away i'm like so then what was the point why was it so urgent to revisit this same fucking story all right uh spider-man into the spider-verse five comments brooklyn shoe babe says maybe it's the brooklyn night in me or the fact that miles reminds me of my brother when we were younger uh with the fade graffiti and crates of records but 
this hand this is hands down the best superhero movie i've seen in a year it was representation so close to home the animation was stellar stanley saying his famous quote about anyone can be spider-man behind the mask had me misty-eyed miles spray painting his suit black and climbing to the top of the building made me cry and burst with joy the voices colors comic book style animation this movie sony was like go ahead and keep tom holland uh after sleeping on it and listening to some other reviews i've had a chance to really think about spider-man to the spider-verse some more this is our second comment mm-hmm. i give it five stars i think it's a neck and neck with black panther being my favorite superhero movie of the year i think it's because wakanda is a fake place and brooklyn is a real tangible place so its representation felt realer i really liked it Yay. yeah i really like that here's this kid in the hip-hop um here's this kid into um spray painting you know like this bilingual black kid like it was effortlessly um the like it was just effortlessly black and brown uh in a way that i felt like it didn't feel like it was trying too hard it just was right and something i didn't really think about probably because i was just there to enjoy the movie i think was it i think they were talking to the it was it was the director they were talking to the director of this movie on npr and the person brought up the fact that uh miles and his mama and other people were like speaking um um spanish spanish and they didn't translate right and you know they were talking about that and you know and they was like it is what it is and you know that's okay you know because Mm -hmm. but they were saying this is one of the few big movies that come out and somebody speaks another language there's not some form of translating at the bottom that was like if you got it you got it if you didn't you you're going to enjoy the experience so much that it's not going to matter yep um and also i would add like um because it felt so real i'm sure new yorkers probably have an extra boost mm-hmm. of like oh this reminds me of home you know in a way that i don't it just reminded me of blackness correct um so yeah i'm just glad people enjoyed it classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen uh and uh, also the other thing a lot of y'all ended up enjoying uh i didn't know that uh karen and some of y'all listeners didn't know y'all were such big fans of post malone didn't know that uh i thought y'all didn't like him y'all thought he's a dirty white boy but um apparently uh you love this movie so much that was a big theme of the movie was that post malone song right miles malone's favorite song <laughs> sunflower is post malone and sway lee so y'all better stop talking bad about that white man okay what he do he know does so he fucked up so well no just post malone nobody likes him he's white he does rap and he looks dirty people don't like him oh he got tattoos on his face or something uh probably i mean he is a rapper classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen into the spider-verse was so damn good i saw it in 3d and the film was spectacular now this does seem like the kind of movie i should have seen in 3d i felt the same way you guys did the music the colors the accurate reflection of life in the big city and the blending of the communities that miles represents i love how all the spideys were included without diminishing the fact that this was miles story yes that's what i was so afraid of y'all 
i would love more spider-verse movies and aunt may can assume the role of miles's alfred alfred gamby if you will since his parents don't know about his alter ego come on thanks for letting me know about the end credit scene it gives me the excuse i was looking for to go see it again can't wait for it to come out in 4k because the visual of that is going to be phenomenal this is one of those films where if someone told me they disliked it i'd side out them so hard yeah they actually applied for a patent because of the way that they uh did the anime right yeah they they actually sony invented that animation they were saying so they patented it uh amani says this movie was incredible this is the first time new york felt real the stanley scene absolutely got me and the references were made for for a spider-man fan like me yeah for sure there were so many little things i was just like oh my god they doing it uh i still do have to take a star off the rating when i found out they had the actor that plays tobias for black lightning his tombstone but didn't let him have his anti-black bars what a whole star (laughs) that would have felt so wrong little negroes like you walking around in spider-man costume right thinking they somebody oh if it isn't the black spider-man is there a fried chicken sale around here yeah they that would you would have caused so many problems i know right that would have put this at a six out of five to hear him cooning like that but i'll take what we got yeah that's true sandler agony so you still gave me five out of five i feel you sandler agony said this movie is so good that i forgot about venom entirely that's what i said i went on i went on twitter and i was dead serious i said hey, you know what man and i'm not joking this is not a joke all forgiven for venom i'm dead serious i won't talk bad about that movie i thought it was a terrible movie won't talk bad about it no more fuck it y'all made this do all your spider-man spinoffs if the cost of this is a venom movie every once in a while do them to your heart's content because i will go back to the spider-verse whenever y'all are ready right i love the way this movie is animated it's very sharp colorful diverse and smooth every character environment and place is just so fluid the voice acting is great simple but impactful story is also very funny quite possibly the funniest spider-man film ever it's just a great time all around can't wait to see it again ah that's a good point it might be the funniest one i think for me i still think homecoming is the funniest spider-man film uh god that movie's so fun i rewatch it every once in a while that that movie was a ball to yeah. watch yeah tom holland's great as peter parker and the jokes were just rolling the whole the suit was funny everything was funny but this was still a very funny movie even though it dealt with some heavy stuff uh all right any other comments before we move to the next one Mm-mm. okay uh can you ever forgive me we got one comment from sandler agony me and justin reviewed this for our, actually you know what should i save these for when justin's here you can i'm gonna save can. this for when justin's here so he can hear what you said saying like agony i'm sorry karen wasn't here for it so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll do that uh but you were here for ralph wrecks the internet yay yes i was saying like agony says ralph breaks the internet is a really solid movie funny sharp and has a nice story about dealing with friendships and giving people space john c Riley and sarah silverman are a great voiceover combination i like to see them in a live action in live action comedies also it was great to hear taraji p henson in a voiceover role her character here was a lot of fun one of disney's better films of the year very enjoyable now i know disney made all the money this year yeah we thought they they, did it last year and next year next year is gonna be even more yeah especially if we get a star wars film next year oh yeah it's about time like like i I think they said that uh i think it was last month was the first month that nothing from disney dropped within the month like something like that and like Mm -hmm. two years something crazy number like that like i just know we get avengers and star wars in the same year they about to make all the money 
um but i don't know if we get one next year i'm just getting i'm speculating i don't know yeah if it ain't star wars gonna be some star wars related i'm looking forward to it all right guys that's it for tonight and our review of wet panther aka aquaman um so we'll talk to you guys soon until then peace peace